Anyways. She knows the song. Don't let her act like she don't. I don't know. Sorry. Really? I missed it. <clears throat> um, so, are you recording? I am. 10 seconds of crazies? Or Always. did you already do the drowning out? Hmm? Did you do the 10 seconds of everybody quiet? Yes. <laughs> Best friends. Ugh. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today on Where Am I Going podcast. I'm Cody. And I'm Christina. And I'm Brenda. And here you go. All right. God, so jealous. She really is. Not jealous. I'm annoyed. Why? You guys have the gruesome twosome. It's like, ugh. Gruesome twosome. You want to talk about it? Why? Because it's on the podcast right now. Take it to the head. Yeah, yeah. Don't think about it. Oh, my God. Don't think about it. Be about it. Sorry. What's what's going on with you? (laughs) Are you like thinking about dick? No. Okay, so she's been hanging out with Peter quite a bit this I week. I know though. she's thinking about. Uh-uh. <clears throat> I hung out with him once this week. Then who you been disappearing with? Ooh, I hung out with him last. Oh, Sunday. wait, she disappeared uh-huh. with me last night. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, best friends, and you didn't. That's even why know. I was asking where'd you disappear then. I said I hung out with Brenda and Steph. What's her name? Steph. When did you tell oh, me that? I didn't even see. You. I just heard you leave, and then you came back, and I was just like, "What is?" Oh wow! I didn't say anything. He's your husband. <laughs> you tell him where you're no, coming and going. Home. No, you're, that's your husband. <laughs> this mean does this mean that I'm in a polygamous relationship now that uh, Sandra's moved in? All the women no. in my basement. She's my wife, but she's not yours. Hmm. All right, that's cool. All right. I mean, but let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah. Given <laughs> the proper amount of time together feelings could be developed and then she's gonna be like damn look at them blues she already thinks oh his eyes okay just it needs a little more and he's like in it to win it nah are we talking about peter no i'm talking about sandra oh (laughs) what about you oh yeah i mean you and awkward anyways (laughs) what what so anyways butt stuff moving on here we go Butt stuff. But 2022. So I have done butt stuff before with my first girlfriend, right? And it was like, all right, well, actually, yeah, I'll tell you guys a nasty story. (laughs) So when we were talking online, she was all like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like, oh, like, hell yeah, right? Making promises that she couldn't keep. Well, here's the thing. I think I surprised her because I was also young, inexperienced, and I figured this girl was talking up like, damn, she's going to give up this ass. And I'm like, okay, I've never done ass stuff because I've, you know, whatever. So first girlfriend, 
we're in a rental and I'm playing with her lady bits first, right? And then I'm like, okay, well, let's give her the shocker, right? So I did. Mm-hmm. She wasn't ready for it. She poop on your hand. Mm-hmm. Mm. It wasn't poop. She didn't poop on my hand, but might as well. It wasn't her fault. She wasn't ready. I should have known. I didn't know that you had to prepare. Yeah. You know? it's yeah. When like you're when young, you're super when you're young and dumb. Yeah. <clears throat> well. You're not comfortable doing the research before you uh, commit. No. Yeah. I, you know, the, the research back then is you like go into MSN chat rooms. I was like, hey, guys, <laughs> have you eaten ass before? Because yeah. the moment you put in butt stuff, it's like porn. That's not what I'm asking for. Yeah. And then, of course, it takes forever to load. Anyways, um, I used to work with this kid. We used to call him Janono, and he would say some stupid shit. But one of the funniest stories he said was that he had, had eaten his girlfriend's ass. And we all asked him what it tasted like. And this motherfucker said it tasted like burnt tortillas. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And I was like, what? Like, it tastes like burnt tortillas? He's like, no. And I was like, okay, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know how if somebody, like, heats up a tortilla for you on the fire or whatever, and it's, like, burnt... It still kind of tastes good, and you're like, eh, whatever. He's like, that's kind of what it's like. It's like a, eh, I'll still eat it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It could be better, but um, it could be better, I'm but it's here. still oh edible. Burnt tortillas. Our family loves burnt tortillas. <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. They like to leave them on there for hours yeah. on the. On yeah. the- Little cold on the grill, on yeah, the grill? and it's like, oh god, these are fucking tostadas now, yeah, they're <laughs> the, the worst. Fuck? Anyway, okay. I'm so, never gonna hear the words burnt tortillas <laughs> the same way ever again. So, today, um, I reached out to not Janono, but my son in OMAC, who I randomly message every now and then. Shout out to my boy Casey, he hasn't heard about this show, but maybe he will. And I was like, dude, and he's like, no response. I'm like, it did not taste like burnt tortillas. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, what? <laughs> so he immediately got it. So the night starts off with me and my girlfriend drinking, right? And I just, you know, we just just fooling around or whatever. And I've been so curious about butt stuff. And I think it's because I'm always talking to you and you're always talking about butt play. and i'm all like huh huh whatever right i'm gonna try this out so we're drinking and i'm at this point oh that's the day april came over and i was apparently i was fucking drunk because april's like you two go to bed but i wasn't drunk drunk like but more like a lovey dovey. like i'm gonna do some freaky stuff and that (laughs) and uh so She's like, you two go to bed. And, and Joseph and I call her mom. Okay, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we go to bed. Well, we get to bed and uh, I, I must have asked for ass play or something. But she said yes. And um, all I remember is coming out of a brief blackout. And I'm oh, just Jesus. tonguing it. Like going to town <laughs> on it. A tortilla? On a bird tortilla. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was just <laughs> eating up that burnt tortilla like it was never going to, you know, end. It was like, oh this burnt tortilla gosh. is amazing. Like, what? where's the sauce at, you know? Let me throw some, like, chipotle on the there or something. Some refried beans on that burnt tortilla? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, that's that's the things you got to worry about is the... Uh... 
Okay, so here's the thing. I obviously did it wrong because I did not dip my tongue into the burnt tortilla. Okay. So I'm pretty sure I have to dip my tongue into the burnt tortilla. I mean, at some point, I would think you would want to at least like clean up a little bit, you know. I didn't want to. You're fish. You were fishing for them beans then. I was not. Mm -mm. No, I just did the uh, the licking of the butt. Yeah, it's called a rim job for a reason. Well, I did. I rimmed yeah, her so good. Just, I rimmed her so good. Is that the same as rim. tossing salad? I think okay. tossing, you're actually getting in there. Okay. Yeah, so I rimmed it so gross. Actually, no. I was... I think it, it was because I was drunk that I felt comfortable doing it. And then once... Because I did. I came in out of a blackout and I'm like going to town. And I'm like, oh, this isn't bad. Like you know and i trust her enough and i think she's clean obviously or else i wouldn't have done done that <clears throat> and then we fooled around some more and then i put my finger inside her so question after you're done tickling the rim did you go up for a kiss no that's respectful yeah yeah i don't think i did did you at least brush your teeth before you did again I don't remember. I don't remember if I ever kissed her if I just like... Do you go in for kisses after getting um, hit? Yeah. Hit's different. Yeah. I think... I mean, there's less fecal matter in that general area usually. (laughs) But... But here's the thing, though. Yeah. If... As I say, you never go ass to mouth. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I think that applies for... Or ass to vajayjay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But specifically ass to mouth because like... It's just rude. Unless you're in a porn and you're getting paid, then it's like, okay, you, you know. I'm sorry, but if like they're serving this on a platter for you, then they're super confident that their ass is good. So if their ass is good for your mouth, why isn't their ass good enough for their mouth? It's a good point. It's a good point. <laughs> I just was assuming it was the courteous thing. If one of us is tasting asshole, and it's not as great. You know what we what? should do. We should Eat come ass? up with a product where we can like kind of like glaze it like and then it tastes good. And then when you go like you could eat the, the butthole, but like you're just eating our product. Have you never heard of flavored lube? <laughs> I, don't, sure. I don't like flavored. But it could be specific for butts. <clears throat> okay, but like I and I get what you're saying. But at the same time, I'm like, well, they're going to give you that ass. No, you're right. Yeah. I was... I've never, in my mind, I've never even, like, you're not wrong. I've just always been like, nah, it's just rude. I don't know. But no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. That booty's good for your mouth. It's good for theirs. Yeah. yeah or at least sure. it's not bad for theirs if it's not bad for yours. But you could say you want to taste and then you give them a kiss. Oh, God, that's hot. So, and besides, <laughs> I wasn't tonguing that asshole. So it was just a rim job and Did- I was fine with it. I was perfectly okay with it. Like I, did you have I no interest in her reciprocating? It. What did you have? You have no interest in her reciprocating. Yeah, I mean, I know you. Yeah, you got your stuff. So, but I was just curious. Sometimes you never know. Technically, it's not penetrating if it's just like around the booty. Yeah, the but she's still not even. I'm still having a problem with her visiting. Oh, we're still there. We're still okay. at the. Oh God, I haven't even shared the best part about this. Oh, continue. Let's back it up and dump it, guys. <laughs> Sounds like she already did. So, oh yeah, no, she, she dumped it, dumped it, dumped it. Anyways, <clears throat> um, so homegirl, yours truly had a full fucking meltdown right before sex. 
About what? Sex. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so I was drunk and I, I did take my meds like a stupid ass. I was already drunk and I was like, oh, I should pop my meds, which is stupid because it's going to enhance the alcohol. And I should have known better than that. Um, but I also think I'm an I'm a emotional wreck right now. Lately, I've been feeling just fucking off as hell. <clears throat> and uh, so she is playing with one of my nipples and it feels so good like she's just loving it right mm. and my brain flipped really quick like it just fucking flipped on me and i could not get myself to stop thinking and i couldn't shut it off and i couldn't shut it off and then i just started crying like oh cold. you had a meltdown yeah Oh, I thought you said she no, had no, the meltdown. No, no, no. Okay, I okay. Sharing that, I'd share my own meltdown. Yeah, I was just like, oh, okay. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I could not stop crying, and she like stops and like is holding me. She's like, everything's okay. What's wrong? And I'm just like, I'm actually bawling into her neck, like, like a fucking idiot. Idiot. <clears throat> but uh, okay. it's not okay. It's not okay. I'm not saying it's okay to. I'm just saying that. Shit happens. It did later. Literal shit. <laughs> <laughs> but shit like that also happens. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a good way to see how they react to that kind of stuff. That's true. You know, I should do that more often. <laughs> so I'm not saying oh, that. Okay. I'm just like, I mean, she's she was sweet. Like, um, was making sure I was okay. And obviously, I'm the fucking horn dog that continued to want to have sex because. Tears are just lube. <laughs> Thank you, right, yeah. Thanks for letting me cry. I'm in the mood now. <laughs> yeah. Let me get these tears and uh, rub one out. <laughs> yeah, but it was kind of weird. Like, I mean, maybe some other time I'll get into more details to why it fucked me up so bad. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel bad. Because you like, here's my thing. I have some serious fucking issues if here I am having a good time and it feels really good. My brain fucking snaps and I break down and cry. Those are real issues. Like, I don't know how I would have reacted with someone crying like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One time I cried um, after sex with a person that was in like my partner. My, You know what I mean? Like just a new partner. That I was just not like used to, but they didn't see me. Or did they? <laughs> it was just quiet, quiet tears. Was it like the first time you had been with somebody after? Yeah. Your... Mm. And it was that makes sense. I think a part of me cried because I didn't enjoy it. Sucks. No. And for me, no, it was, I liked what she was doing. My body was reacting. I was enjoying it. It's just my brain just went from one thing to a different thing right away. And it, I just lost it. Like there was no coming back from it. I don't even, I don't even know how, or how quickly it took her to soothe me and calm me. I, I don't know. That part is a little bit of, um, still black ish. Cause I don't, I mean, I was pretty inebriated. Um, were you feeling were you feeling like your depression was bad before that or that has that made it worse work is adding to my depression right now um work is a shit show i fucking hate it there like i work with so many pussies it's like (laughs) jesus fucking christ i told you guys that i'm inappropriate as hell 
Like, it's yeah. my favorite thing to do. I don't know how to fucking stop. I'm going to have to because pussies are crybabies. And they're, like, going to the office and saying that I talk about random shit, which I do. Um, And I'm sure they have a lot of fucking horrible shit that I've said. Because I do. I do say horrible things. Not everything I say is sexual, though. Some of the shit is about pooping and peeing and fucking... Uh, <laughs> heavy ass periods and fucking when clots fall out of you and you call them claudia and the claudets or whatever like <laughs> like it's sick shit but it's funny that could and be it's a tv like, show what was that meet the claudets yes <laughs> so it'll, do be, I, it'll be on netflix talk to anybody can you imagine working at a fucking place that you're there for 40 50 fucking hours and you can't talk to anyone no it's not that you can't okay wait wait that's not what i mean limit the people that you that you talk to that aren't pussies that's the problem now apparently i am limited to who i can and can't talk to because i work with so many pussies and so many jealous little fucking bitches that everybody is assuming that i have favorites i don't fucking have favorites i work retail (laughs) i don't have i don't have favorites it's just how it is i'm your favorite that's different (laughs) (laughs) we touch booty holes together anyway where was um, I for this? <laughs> How did I miss out on the fun? You were sleeping. Mm. Yeah. Um. But like, uh, do I enjoy someone more than another person because they're fucking funnier? Yeah. If you're not fucking funny, why the fuck am I going to go waste my time with you? Like, yeah. I have a 10 hour, 10 plus hour day. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking go spend, waste my time on someone who's not funny or is not going to entertain me. No, thank you. You know? Yeah. So, whatever. Yeah. Sorry. It's fucking retail. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Pussies. I know. It's not like you're working in an office. It's fucking worse than an office. It's all bad. People are nasty. People are nasty? Mm-hmm. And why are there complaints then if everybody's nasty? Because I'm not a pussy and I don't go fucking crying when somebody tells me about fucking BJs they give or... How they fucking have bruised their knees from being on their knees too long or how, oh, my husband loves that I don't fucking have a gag reflex. Like, okay, they can say shit like that. But heaven forbid I fucking talk about, oh, (laughs) one day I sneezed and my Claudia came out. (laughs) Whether or not I said that, which I didn't. But it's like, Jesus, fuck. Really telling me that your fucking husband loves that you don't have a gag reflex? That's way crossing that line. But, um... I don't even talk about eating pussy at work. None of that shit. Like I keep all of the nasty. What I talk about here is does not go to work because they don't need to know. And it's not really something you can make a joke. You could make jokes out of it, but it has to be in the right context. And sometimes with the right people. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. <sighs> Fuck that place. I'm sorry. That sucks. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> the more I think about it. I was talking to one of the managers from another store and she realized that she's making less money than another store manager. And I said, you remember how Walmart got sued because women made less than the men? And she's like, yeah, this place will be fucking demolished if they look at it. They would lose. They're a small fucking company. They would probably, they'd have to, I don't think, yeah. The amount of sexism and homophobia, it's all like, these hardcore, almost super Christian-based beliefs that they have. 
and but it's also yes a store men. that kind of is geared towards mm. Mm, an industry that brings those kind of people yeah um i mean like farming supplies and those kind of things so it's a usually a more conservative kind of clientele just in general so it totally makes sense yeah, and it does. My, my thing is we're in the fucking modern day, too, though. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can still have a look, but still be a little more modern. Yeah. Um, And it's just, I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. And then I'll get the question, well, why, why, why don't you just quit? That's not the point. You're not going to torment me and then watch me run. That's not how I work. Unless it's for something better. <laughs> Is that unless it was for something better? I would hope, like more money or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I know what they are. I know who they are. They're they they hide behind the cloak of Christianity, which is my fucking favorite. You know, mm-hmm. they're the worst people. Yeah, they really are. They think that they're better than you. They think they're superior, and it's just like you really are a fucking scum. And I hate yes men because that's what makes the culture continue. And it's like, fuck you all. Luckily, I haven't name dropped them, have I? Because fuck them! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No, I haven't. Oh, look, a subway. Wait, a subway? <laughs> Rage. Yeah, against the machine. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what um, you tell me. I like that none of us prepared and... It shows. Just kidding. <laughs> I think we're all depressed. <laughs> Today's been, or this, it's just been a weird, I don't know, week and a half, two weeks. Like, I don't know. For me, like, I don't know. So I have, I was supposed to be in Nashville this last week for a team meeting, for a big team meeting. That's right. Yeah. It got canceled because of the Omicron variant going buck wild a few weeks ago. And so they decided to cancel it. So we did it virtually. Which was great. Um, no, it's fine. But I mean, there was one thing that was really cool. So basically, it like I have mixed feelings about it all because when I first joined this team, the first thing I said was just like, "Hey, these processes that we're doing should be put onto this other program that is standard across this con- this company already. I know how to do this. Let me show you, and we can do this." And I went through all this crap, and I showed them. And being brand new to the team, and most of these people aren't even on the team anymore, which is part of the reason why, like, I don't give a shit anymore. But I was a younger, I was a younger guy on the team who reminded them of another guy who just left the team, who was a young guy who screwed off all the time, essentially, or just was lazy or whatever. And they told me this. They said, "Oh, you sound exactly like this person," and I'm like, "Cool, great," because so I'm a young guy on the team. The only at the time there was three of us guys, two of them were leaving, and then I was the only one on the team in my role. And uh, anyway, so I show them this program, and all of them were just like, "That's confusing. We don't get it. No, we don't like it." And then another person was just like, "Oh yeah, we I used that six years ago. It's garbage. It's crap. Don't want to use it." Well, this person again has been on this person had been on the team for like ten years or some crap like that. So when they said this to the managers, they're like, oh, okay, well, if it's if they say it's not good, we don't want it. I'm just like, you said it, you said you used this thing six years ago. Okay, six years ago, it may not have been great, but I, it's a standard across the whole entire company for many other 
uh, processes, program or teams and shit. Anyway, so I present this thing at least once, if not two, three times a year since I've been on this team in 2019 until now, uh, being like, hey, this stuff needs to go here. This stuff needs to, like, so we can improve our efficiencies, whatever. Some of the things were so simple as, oh, well, it just doesn't look the same or it doesn't look how we want it to look. I'm like, really? Really? This thing is going to do anything and everything that we could possibly want it to do and better than what's already out there. And because it doesn't look the way you want it or the look the way you expect it, whatever, you're going to say no. Anyway, so all this crap. So our team does a reshuffling finally. And finally, they organize the team in such a way that now my boss, my direct boss, actually gets to run her team of, of direct reports the way she wants to. Like, here's here's the 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 goals that our team is supposed to deliver on every single day, every single week. Here's how I'm going to get us to do those things versus whereas before it was just like, oh, no, we all need to be fair. Everybody needs to be doing the same thing, the same process, blah, 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 blah. It's just like trying to say everybody needs to be equal and equality doesn't necessarily mean doesn't necessarily actually mean equality is fuck, how do I put it? So, for example, we the level of employment I'm in. Our team, we have no reason to go into an office, like even before COVID. There was absolutely no reason. But they still wanted us to go in because once upon a time ago or some paranoia of a higher up manager was that people would be screwing off and not getting their work done. So they had us go into any any company owned building. Uh, and that was so that we could we could clock into the time clocks and they could monitor us that way and stuff. But because we all work across the entire country, we were just sitting in cubicles by ourselves as the world was happening around us. And like there's there really no reason besides that. But their argument was, well, it's not fair to the other people at your level of employment on different teams in the same organization who aren't allowed to work from home because their job does require them to be in a building. We have to be fair. We have to be equal. We have to, at that point, quote unquote equality is bullshit and it's it's at that point apples to oranges comparisons and you're not being fair and equal you're just you're just putting everybody underneath the same microscope when you know it's completely different job functions completely different uh, business needs all that stuff anyways so now finally um, my boss is able to call the shots for her direct reports and they organized it finally where it's like my boss is responsible for these lanes of business while her peer, so another manager on the team, their responsibility is for these other lanes of business. And so they run their teams however they want. Now, of course, there's the overall policies, overall rules, and all that stuff. But in terms of making improvements and adjusting and whatnot, they have the freedom to do that. So my boss came to the team after I did. And when I finally started reporting into her, I very openly was just like, I am so sick and tired of using this program and this program. It makes no damn sense when this program here does it better. Does both of these things that these two programs do and this one does that plus more. Anyway, so she, I got her buy-in real fast, but there was nothing she could do for over a year. Her hands were pretty much tied to 
well, put some put a piece of paper together, put a presentation together, present it in front of the managers, pre present it in front of the team, all this stuff. And we're going, I've done this three or four times in the last two years. Every single time, it's like, hey, here's how this thing does stuff. Oh, well, it's not pink, so we really want it to be pink. What the fuck? Why are we getting tied up on the, the like? like this the superficial crap that has no no impact whatsoever as to how this works you know or they would ask questions like well can it do this that and the other thing and i'm going here's what i'm showing you can do use your imagination at least a little bit i've gone through all this stuff. anyways they just get hung up on the stupidest shit and um so finally i get the green light from my manager that her new her new managers that she reports into have pretty much just said you all are responsible for these lanes run your teams figure it out um if there's process improvements that are happening or that you're trying to do you have the freedom to experiment and figure it out and if you fuck up we're only fucking up you know these couple of lanes and but if it's a success then that success means that should be scalable to the rest of the entire team or whatever. So this whole last week, basically all the small things that I have been doing over this last year, I'm finally able to like full on implement, but I still have to kind of start from scratch. And so there's been a lot of like, cause I had to rebuild like this entire, well, I had to, I had to build this platform, this website or whatever, because there was only so much I could do when they weren't saying, when they wouldn't give me the information I needed to do it last year or the year before anyway. So this whole, this whole week has just been kind of weird because I finally feel like I'm doing stuff that I enjoy and, um, like I feel challenged and everything, but I'm in this weird time crunch of doing the stuff that I'm actually good at. And I enjoy, which is like more data analysis stuff and like developing the tools and metrics and all that stuff. So that there's some, simple automation or simple stuff things do stuff in the background so nobody has to do them but things are fastly crash fastly crashing down on my on me and my partner because we are now shifting back into our normal job functions which is like coordinating travel and stuff like that for people oh. so like all the stuff that i'm doing on the side in all reality needs to be its own job but there's no room for growth or movement on this team right now. And there's also no buy-in or at least as far as I know, there's no real buy-in or at least no sign off to be like, Hey, this role needs to be created. This role needs to be created years ago to like a data an analyst or something like that. Um, so now I'm in this weird spot where I'm like, all right, I either got to get all this crap done yesterday right now and hope it all goes well or i'm going to be torn between like doing my normal uh job description plus this other thing and so i don't know it's just been a weird stress because i put things together and i get them going and then I'll have team members who are like, hey, that, that one thing that you put together is not working. And I'm going, crap. Like, for example, right now there's 
exactly that. Somebody's going, oh, it's not working. I'm like, crap, show me what's going on. And they show me what the, what's going on with when they open it and they're doing it. And sure enough, it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. But then I open it up on my screen for my stuff. And I'm like, it's working perfectly fine. So it's like, okay, now I have to like stop everything, make sure this tool is actually working and figure it out, fix it, and then get back to what I need to work on for my actual job description. So I don't know. And then I, 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 one good thing, I I guess, another good thing, I guess, is like, I am going to be applying, applying to another job within the same organization for, but with a different manager and stuff. I love my manager. Like I, that's probably the only reason why I've stayed on this team. That's probably the only reason why I stay at this company at this point, honestly, in this last couple of like year and a half or whatever. Um, it's cause I finally got a manager that like, I've never had a manager in my entire career that has been the reason why I'm willing to stick it out with some of the other crap. Yeah. You know, usually it's like, yeah, I can be your buddy, Mr. or Mrs. Manager, but um, got to go. This sucks, you know. Anyway, so, like, I'm, I feel excited that, like, I'm finally able to do this thing that took three fucking years to figure out. But at the same time, there's part of me that's just, like, bitter where I just wanted to, I just want to look at every single one of those people and be like, especially when it all starts to work and does everything, wait for the first person to be like, well, wow, why weren't we doing this before? And just like fucking, I will lose it. Just be like, <laughs> because you fucking morons, blah, 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 blah. I mean, they're not, none of them are, but you know what I mean? It's one of those like, I've been telling y'all time and time again, over and over and over. And I've been showing it and I've been demonstrating it. And the biggest pushback has been because of your personal opinions of me for whatever reason, even when I first joined this team and well, what like, do you think is their personal opinion of you? He, he reminds them of another employee who used to work oh, there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I also, when I joined, I, um, some of the first feedback I got was simply like, he needs to be on the team and learn the processes and such before he starts suggesting, impro- suggesting improvements because he, he doesn't know how things work. And I'm like, that's a very bullshit mentality because like that's, that that to me is such a small minded mentality of things, especially for an organization that big. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. Because like you for an organization that big, especially. And also, I'm sorry, like this is gonna be sound pretentious, but it's it is what it is at this point. You don't hire somebody with a college degree. And then look at them and be like, oh, you need to be in the role long enough before you start making suggestions as to how to improve something. When, like, part of their degree has, I mean, my, my degree is in public health, but, like, my courses that I've taken with that and then also my experiences, like, trump any sort of, like, oh, you need to sit here and figure out the job processes before we'll listen to you. It's like... I'm sorry. Um, you're still doing two plus two plus two plus two plus two. And I'm telling you that two times four or five, whatever, I mean, fucking twos I put in there is going to get you to the same answer that much faster. No, no, no. You don't know how to do it. Right. Okay. Um, or we don't know how to do that. We don't that you're good with this. We're not. So uh, it's like, I will fucking teach you like 
this company moves so fast and changes so fast that to put somebody in a box and off to the side because they're new, they re- they're a younger man who reminds you of another younger man who you all said were or was lazy and um, immature or whatever. Like, how? I don't know. Anyway, so that's that's what I walked into on this team. And don't worry, I didn't do myself any favors either because this was a very... Um, when I first joined the team, a lot of the team members were older Southern people. <laughs> and that's very... I mean, and I'm very much stereotyping, but... It was just, it just felt so, I don't know. I was living in Seattle. I was working with people where in the offices, it wasn't necessarily even inappropriate, but it was, nobody really cared if you were talking about, was it like gender identities or those kind of things or whatever. And like, and even if it was, uh, okay. One of my other jobs was review with this company was reviewing different products and reviewing different complaints that customers had and oftentimes it would come with either a photo of the product or we had to go find a picture of the product or do whatever right everybody on the team was aware of this not everybody was in that same like job function but we all had some sort of piece to play in what we were doing and there were plenty of times where we come across something that was just a bit a bit too funny not to share right right you know um, and then there was some stuff where it was like, yeah, okay, obviously don't share it. It could be whatever. But so, for example, it was winter time, and online there were multiple multiple businesses actually selling this this sweatshirt, and it was um, of a snowman. And the snowman um, had the carrot with this. Was it was it stick or something? No, the snow was cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) And it was an ugly Christmas sweater. Right. And I I saw it and I thought it was funny because it's listed on on our website. And I just and I just simply said, Oh, look what I you know, this is why I came across because they wanted to do a an ugly Christmas t shirt or uh, sweater thing for work. Mm -hmm. And I just said, Oh, here's a funny one. Like this is ridiculous. This is on our site. Obviously, whatever, right? They took me. They took me to HR for sharing it, and I'm like, "It, it's on our. Like, this is not because it was about cocaine. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like, and it was, and so, and the thing is, is like, I understand. Like, I I understand why they did it, why they took me straight to HR. But at the same time, I sat there going, "Are you kidding me? Like this, this is this." This is stuff that like we work with all the, like our our employees work with in you know when they're stocking shelves when they're getting ready to sell it to people when they're they in, see it they see it yeah. right and so to then be like oh that's drug par- paraphernalia I'm like it's on our site <laughs> you know um, but it was just, it was just like every, anything and everything that could have been twisted to be more out of, like blown out proportion than what it needed to be. It was, For um, you specifically, huh? For just you? For me. Yeah. 
By the same, were the same people the ones that were pointing fingers at you? By the people, yeah, by the, yeah. So Gosh, they just don't like you there. They did. I mean, and like I said, most of the people. Well, I'd say all the people that that at least I that I could guess one for sure. I, I it, one for sure that I knew definitely didn't like me. I know for sure it's gone. Um, I'm assuming those who are still left on the team, like they. I don't know. I don't I don't think they would have or even would make it that big of a deal. And what irks me even more right now is like we do have. So this was also a team of maybe like 12 of us at the time. Mm-hmm. Now we're a team of 30. Like we've Damn. more than doubled. Yeah. Wow. Um, And so there's sometimes that people will put stuff on in our team um, chat room and stuff because we're all virtual. Share pictures, share comments, whatever. And I'm looking at this stuff and I'm like that would have taken me to HR that would, and they weren't, aren't even big deal things. Like they're just like innuendos almost or like suggestive. And I'm like, cool, cool. And so there's part of me that I'm like, okay, things are getting better. Things are great. I'm enjoying it. But I can't remember who said this to me recently. It may have been my brother. He may have sent it to me via text at one point in time. It probably was, but it's something along the lines of like a lot of times will hold on to like frustration and anger or resentment or something like that because we don't feel we ever basically got justice for the wrongs that were done to us or said to us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something along those lines. And I, and that's more recently sat with me. I'm just like, that's probably why I'm so frustrated, even though things are finally starting to work out. out. It's just like, and a lot of it's just because I know it's going to be getting back to this program that I'm trying to not trying them. Well, it's being implemented. I'm trying to get it ready to be implemented. Part of me is just like when it improves the lives of all you who are just like, no, we don't want to do that because of who I am. I really just so bad. I won't be like, fuck you. This would have been, this would have been implemented years ago. Had y'all not had to stick up your ass and just listen to me. So Anyways, <laughs> well, it's funny. It's because like I feel the exact same way, and that comment makes sense because I still haven't gotten over the whole bullshit at the other in the other town. Um, like it would be like if if now because in the other town they were extremely homophobic to the point where they're trying to terminate you for being gay. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, and I could totally understand if all of a sudden in your new location they're like, oh, let's have a gay pride week of where we celebrate or diversity even right and be accepting and inclusive i know me personally though i'd be like great they're finally doing something i'd be like fuck you guys fuck you at this point fuck you (laughs) yeah no um yeah i don't even know like and, and like what you said it's not about necessarily being pretentious so you're coming into a place of employment you know your skill set um it was the same for me i knew my skill set if i could stand toe to toe with all of my equals so to speak mm-hmm. and i could tell you that they are leagues behind me when it just came to the training that we all received yeah exactly um, yep and we're talking 
hardcore retail management training versus you're running a $12 million store. <laughs> yeah. And I'm working for a $120 million store. Mm-hmm. That's a significant difference. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then you show up and they're going, you need to learn our store first. Oh, God. Yeah. And, and I'm like, like I'm uh, sorry, but um, it's not that fucking hard to learn this. Not only that. But these years of experience... And yeah, and like I, I, I went into a store and I knew right off the fucking bat there was theft, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not just time theft. There was theft going on in our receiving area. There was theft going just open theft. I just fucking knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew the managers were in on it. I knew that a lot of ma- a lot of associates were in on it. And I'm all like, how in the fuck have they not done anything? Yeah. And there were so many little things that could be implemented to prevent it Mm -hmm. that I was surprised they didn't have any of them. Like for one of the things that I actually brought up on my first fucking day of training, which was a fucking joke for training. They called it training, but it wasn't. Um, They sent us over into the corporate office, corporate headquarters or whatever. And they're like, "Okay, here here are all of you new retail managers for this company. So we all go there. And they start talking about all the things that they have. One of the things is that um, their loss prevention person also handles money, is like a backup bookkeeper or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And that they, or sometimes that backup bookkeeper will run a till. And I was like, what do you mean they're running a till? And they're like, well, yeah, because, you know, if they're understaffed, she has to come out or he has to come out and run a register. I was like, no. (laughs) And then they do the books the next day and they're like, yeah. So they can short their own till and correct it or fudge the numbers. No, they would never do that. I'm like, okay. Whether they they could would never do that or not doesn't eliminate the fact that they are capable. Like they have the opportunity. Correct. Why leave that opportunity open? Yeah. And I just said that. I was like, why are you guys allowing that? And it's it's the whole small town, small mind. They don't mm-hmm. understand. Um, or people, employees coming in in and using the uh, receiving entrance as a uh, receiving exit as an entrance. Like they would go out through there, come in through there, or drive their cars in to pick something up. And nobody was checking anything. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like you guys can't be using that. This is why you guys have so much shrink. This is why you probably can't even capture your shrink because it's just walking out and you guys are allowing it. Well, uh, well, you know, we give the the managers the leeway to run their stores however they want. So, you know, I'm like, you guys have to stop it now before your company gets bigger and you guys are actually open to lose a lot more than you guys are losing now, but there's no way you're not losing money. And the latest mistake that they have is they've built this massive, massive building um, close to home. <laughs> and this massive building is only making two to three thousand more dollars than the small store I work at. Oh, geez. It's not paying for itself. Not that massive building has to be making three times what we're making to sustain itself. There are over 100 employees. It's not covering its costs. And I'm just looking at them. And one of the things that was said today was like, why would you open something that big? 
during a pandemic when you already knew that the you know supply supply yeah, and demand say, especially was in that especially in that industry essentially or the industries that feed into that retail store yeah even walmart you know the big fucking conglomerate that it is is suffering mm-hmm. and you think that a small mom and pop ish is going to survive yeah. no yeah because they only have franchises or whatever within the local area right or stores what i work for yeah, yeah, yeah. local area and they're not franchise they're owned oh okay yeah yeah I'm going to amend my whole um, <clears throat> college degree statement. I guess better way to put it is years of experience in technical training and expertise and such. I feel like that's probably the less um, pretentious and douchey sound. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to come up with like a better word. I'm just like oh, frustrations and combination of trying to get, uh, but you're, but you, I like the way you put it saying the experiences and technical training, those kind of things mm-hmm. like, Yeah. That's what I guess I'm getting. That's like you don't tell somebody who has all this training, experience, etc., that basically what they have to say is worthless. Yeah, and that's pretty much where it's at now. Because I would tell them like, you guys should have SOPs in place. Mm-hmm. No, and I would be why? Because the managers, we want our store managers to run their business the way they see fit. And I said, but that doesn't make any sense. If you have standardized practices, you can pull a manager from any com- from any building, send them to another building. The process is the same. Yep. Can they tweak it and, you know, do things the way they want, set it the way they want? Yes. Yep. But a standard operating procedure makes the business run smoother. Yep. No, it ties their hands. Oh, my God. These people. And, and I think that's that's what my team has gotten over the top with is these SOPs. Because I work, our team works with Microsoft Office all the time, and it's gotten to the point where I've had people go, "Oh, well, can you write an SOP on how to do that or how to do this thing?" I'm going, I, "I'm not going to teach you how to train. I'm not going to teach you how to use Excel. I'm not going to teach you how to use Word. I will it, like if there's a specific thing that you want to learn, I'm more than happy to teach you." But if I'm telling you, open up this document, I've already set it up, push this button or put in, put information into this cell or copy and paste this into the email from whatever. Fucking do that. They don't know the basics. Yeah. Like you, like if you don't know the basics, learn them, you know, there's online reads, plenty of online resources in addition to. Um, the company I work for has so many internal resources for how to do so many different things that really all it takes is a little bit of effort on somebody's part. And that's that's basically what I've had to do these past five years, essentially, whenever I've gotten stuck on things. In fact, there's plenty of times where I'll go to somebody who is in a position that like a data analyst or a business analyst or something like that. And I'll I'll be stuck with let's say Excel because well I I like to spread them sheets. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there are so many times we all come across something. I'm going, oh crap! This is what I needed to do and I wanted to do. I know I'm not so special to be the only person in this world to be like, oh I wanted to do this thing. Like none of us are that special ever to have an original thought. So. Well, to a degree. I mean, the owner did. I mean, technically he didn't. He just kept doing things and added things together. Stole it? They're differently. 
oh. and it worked out. Yeah. You know, but the thought definitely wasn't original. The way that oh, he yeah, approached yeah, yeah. it and the way that things were done, maybe in in combination, was the unique piece. But I heard there'll be brick and mortar soon. <laughs> I mean, for real. Yeah, I was actually pretty. Yeah. But anyway, so I'll have these, these, I'll get to a point where I'm going, oh crap, I need whatever. And I'll reach out to people that I, I either know or that, that I know that I've worked with or somebody knows that they've worked with whatever networking, right? Reach out and I'll ask them. And they're in these, these positions that they're doing a job function that they are definitely experts in. But they are kind of on the other side of the coin of what I'm trying to do with the same with the same product, the same. So know. they see a different aspect of the product. So yeah. To speak. Okay. Yeah. And so I'll be like, hey, how do you do X, Y, and Z? This is what I'm trying to do. Give them all the background, right? And they'll go, uh, oh, well, you can't do that. Or they'll go, oh, I have no idea. I don't think you were able to do that or all these things or they'll give me a solution and I'm going right from the beginning. I'm going, I know it can be done this way, but I do not want it done this way because it won't work down the line for the other reasons. Like this is the document that I'm setting up for 20 other different things. Ah, okay. Like it needs to be this way so that I can do what your solution is in those other 20 documents, tools, whatever. Anyways, so I'll, I'll do that and I'll talk to them. They'll give me basically, I'm grateful, but they'll give me the wrong answers that I need. And then that's when I'm like, all right, get on Google, start clicking around and, and learn some shit. But the only way to do, the only way to even do that is to start with what is two plus two and figure it out and yeah, not yeah. sit there and go, I don't understand math. I'm bad at it. <laughs> Can't be done. Can't be done. I quit. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? You don't have to fucking learn. I can't, we can't keep spoon feeding it to you. You're going to go way too slow. Yeah. So. Oh God. Do you have those kind of issues? You didn't have it at any of the places? Yeah. At my old, my previous job. I had a manager that was kind of set in her ways and she was the reason I left. Oh, the one that said that. Well, that sounds like your opinion. My perception. Oh, yeah, perception. yeah oh, bitch. I mean, you. she's not a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was just. Oh, and she played favorites and just. She was not open to change, even though things could have been done easier. And I was always bringing that kind of stuff up yeah. in our meetings. Like, well, we could do it this way. It'd be a lot easier. Well, we'll talk about it. Like, Never talk about it. Yeah, and she wanted she'd want me to write processes that were like twice as long as what it's supposed to take. Like, dude, no, what the fuck? You're making it worse. I don't know. But then again, she's had been she's been with the company for like over fifteen years. She drinks the Kool Aid, you know, like everything that they they can't do any wrong. Mm. that and company see, she'll die for that company she yeah. has that that company is her life she has no children she works on weekends too like off the clock yeah off the. i don't like she's salaried most likely oh well, then but that's yeah still though yeah, yeah yeah like she works she comes in t- i know that she goes into the office and works on shit like dude have a fucking life like get a life that is isn't. She? i want to say she's like 50 oh god 
Maybe See, 40, those are the 48, those are the people you feel for in a yeah. way because she's young enough still that if that company switches management, she's out. Well, like bef- when she be- she's been there for so long, and maybe more than fifteen years, but like they finally, like after so long, gave her like a VP title. But she definitely like drinks the Kool Aid, like, yeah. and she. She'd get really offended. Per- she'd, t- she'd get personally offended when you put in your two weeks and went to a different bank. Like, oh, like you're betraying us. Like, dude, do you guys don't want to pay me more? Like, anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of companies. Oh, and she's like the kind of manager that says, well, I don't know how much anybody makes. You're our manager. You're our supervisor. You're supposed to know how much you know that stuff. Yeah, Yeah. you're supposed to. You're supposed to say, "Well, I think they deserve more because they work harder." You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or they've done something to improve the business. Or say, "I want to hire this person. How much could you give me? You know, how much could we pay them?" Yeah. Oh, I don't know your salary. I don't know what you make. You have to talk to HR. So that's bullshit. When I moved, the, the first the first small town store that I was at. Um, I knew what everybody made and that's when I realized that there was a huge discrepancy between um, what the men made versus what the women made. It was mind boggling. I was like, how is this okay? Like it was just staggering the differences. We're talking dollars. Yeah. And then even the le- the leadership, it was men. It was all men in the department lead positions and all that stuff. And I was like, what on earth is this? Right. And uh, so I leveled the playing field and I was like, yeah, if you're in a certain position, you're going to make this much. And then Washington started leveling the playing field, too, by bumping up, you know, minimum wage. Mm -hmm. So then I brought everybody back up to where they should have been. Um, And it always ate at me. So at this place, I don't want to know what anyone makes. Because I, I, I'm almost 100% certain that the women make less than the men. The majority of the women make less than the men. And uh, I'm all, And one of the things that irks me so bad is the whole... Because when I was offered the job, I countered. I was like, yeah, that's okay. I can make what you guys are offering me like for just a few days more of overtime <laughs> where I'm at. You know, it's not really like a fucking perk. So they sweetened up, sweetened the deal a bit. And I was like, all right, I'll take it. So because I came, I had countered, they had to raise all the assistants, which mm. I thought was stupid. <laughs> that's, that's not even okay, but whatever. And then Washington raised it again. And now I only make a little bit above that, which makes me mad again because they lowballed me based off bullshit. And they have a woman right now that she's the HR or head of HR or whatever. And she drinks that fucking Kool-Aid. And I think, and I get it. If you're HR, you're there for the company, but you shouldn't drink the fucking Kool-Aid. Yeah. Like that's so stupid. I remember she was pissed because I was like, yeah, I'm not company loyal. (gasps) Oh, that was because that other company broke you. I was like, no, because we're not in the era where company loyalty is a true thing. Loyal, that company will fucking shit you out quickly. They don't care. Yeah, they don't. Exactly. Yeah, like, like Jesus. The, well, not our at all. company's different. <laughs> no, no, it's it really not. Isn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end, of the, at the end of the day, 
even back back in the day, but even still, like at the end of the day, the world keeps turning. If something happens to you and you can't work, sure, on a personal level, the people that you work with, they probably feel bad. To a degree, the person who owns the company, I'm sure has some level of, well, that really sucks that somebody that works for my company died. But it wouldn't go past that, if even that. But the next day, they have to replace you because the shit world still needs to get done. Shit still needs to get, get done, exactly. So I was going to say um, the people who were on this team that are no longer here, they were in that late 40s, middle mid-50s kind of range for the most part, uh, at least the ones I'm thinking of. And they were in that same kind of space of this is what I know this is this is where I'm gonna be. It's like they were driving a manual vehicle and they refused to get out of second gear when the vehicle can easily do third, fourth, and fifth, and possibly sixth gear. But they only wanted to use their vehicle up to second gear, and that's how they were operating within writing SOPs, doing things. And so, whenever somebody said, "Oh, we need to do something better," we need to do whatever, it was just like. Well, we can only go into second gear, so as long as we stay in second gear, we'll keep changing things. And it's just like, you're taking 20 additional steps to something that only requires maybe five. Why? Well, again, I only know how to add two plus two. I don't know how to multiply or divide. Okay, well, then can we can we put some effort into learning <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing because like i'm older than you guys i'm 41 and you are 32 yes 34 ouch i, I mean i will be this year i'm 33 33 okay best friend i'm a little sad it's okay i still love you i don't even know your birthday may 9th okay what's yours september 20th october 24th that's not my birthday. 28th. It is 1024. It's unknown. <laughs> Anywho. Um, at what age are we going to be those people? I plan on doing my damnedest not to be that person. I'm going to die before that. Because <laughs> I'm already in my 40s, motherfucker. But I think, I think as long as you maintain that mindset and that reality that you, and I'll say myself, couldn't stand running into those people who were so set in their ways that they weren't open to even new ideas whatsoever. I don't think you can become that way entirely. Of course, there's going to be some things. Yeah. But I think to a degree, especially in the workforce, like you will come to a point where it's, here's something I'm used to and I'm familiar with. However, if somebody's showing me something new and I, and I don't understand it, then I'm going to at least take the time and go, okay, I'm going to scrutinize this against what I'm used to because I know this works. But if this makes more sense and it's just the issue is my learning curve, then fuck my learning curve will change. I'll change with it and I'll figure it out versus nah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> but see, there's also that what you just brought up there. So there's a learning curve. But ego can sometimes be attached to that. Oh, totally. And that, I think, is where a lot of people come into play where they'll put that brick wall. It's because of that whole... And it might be, it might be a matter of being threatened. 
mm-hmm. that this young buck just came in and is beautiful blue eyes you know, and beautiful blue eyes and just a, a specimen of a man i mean fucking <laughs> adonis sitting next to me here but anyways adonis plus brains oh my god jesus jesus christ i ain't no mm. einstein but yeah so you know you also got to factor that in too and like i i think I, the only way that i would ever be that way that close-minded is if i deeply dislike someone who is just an annoying little shit more so than just an annoying little shit like a disrespectful shit like yeah one of those people that just you know because there are people that just no matter what they will always do something that gets under your skin and you don't even have to know them and it's just like there's something about them that just <laughs> repels you right yeah right right y'all or met you them haven't, or you just haven't like the like they get too friendly before building a rapport or they are Some too familiar. Faces, they just like, you just automatically hit them. <laughs> yeah. See, and those are the people that I do my best to like step back and be like, okay, what, what are they actually saying? Like I find, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Me and you're like, fuck this motherfucker. I think I get that way when, those individuals are the ones being listened to over me. Not like I have, not that I'm right all the time or that, but it's like, Oh, we're going to go with them. And it's like, but they are talking out of their ass and they're brown nosers and they're brown. Oh, nosers. I hate brown nosers. Here's, yeah. here's proof that either what I or anybody else says really makes more sense or it contradicts what they're saying. And here's why it does because they're talking out of their asses and brown nosing. Oh, okay, but you're okay. You're gonna still go with them. Okay. And again, months down the road, years down the road. Hey, that thing that I said we should be doing. Why don't we give it a try? Oh yeah, why we haven't we? Why haven't we been doing this? Because that brown nosing mm-hmm. motherfucker there told yeah. you not to, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking my talents elsewhere. Right. Right. I, It'd be I, like telling LeBron <laughs> he's not allowed. He was never allowed to go to Miami because he doesn't know the city. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? I am. LeBron th- right here. Yeah. King James, I mean, bitch. I ain't, I ain't that good. But I'm just saying, it's, it's sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that's how I see it. That's how I see it sometimes. It's like telling a pro athlete or somebody, whatever, like, we'll go with LeBron just because everybody knows that, right? Like, oh, you can't go to Miami to... the athlete he knows, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go to Miami to get a ring because you don't know the town. You don't know the city. And it's like, fuck, I know how to play basketball, though. Nah, you don't know the city. You can't go there. Stay in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> well... Segway. What you got, tits? I already forgot. Oh, sorry. Seizure? No, you were talking too much. Well, you weren't talking enough. That's true. I don't anyway. Did the memory fade like LeBron's receding hairline? (laughs) (laughs) Shots fired. I'm sorry. I love you. I don't know you. Thank you for going to Miami and getting a ring and then going back to Cleveland to get them. Hey, the Chiefs lost. <laughs> I don't yeah, even, dude. I don't even play sports. Balls. Ooh. Ball sports. I don't even watch them. And they lost in overtime. Oh, they're so close. You watched it? Uh, no, but I saw the score. Wow, bro. <laughs> this is mother- the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way. That's I the only watch. way to watch sports. I, I swear. It's like why? No, it really is the only way. 
Like there's no. I mean, reason. I like watching live sports. Like I like going like in person, right? Yeah, yeah. girls. I, well, I also guys. like. I sometimes I enjoy. I I enjoy watching soccer games. Weird. My thing is, who are they playing? Oh, oh, do I want to know? Do I want to know? They're playing the Rams. Bitches! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, I hope the Rams lose. <laughs> Bro, we're from LA. I don't give a fuck. Bitch. All the Rams, like fans are. Fake. Well, yeah. Where they been at all these years? They're fake. Well, because it was the St. Louis Rams. Yeah. So no, but there were still Rams fans in LA, though. To be fair. Okay, it doesn't fucking matter. I grew up watching the Niners. Like, <laughs> love the Niners because that's basically the only team. So we had. I grew up in the Joe Montana era, and Joe Montana and Jerry Rice were like the shit. He was the fucking Did goat. You see Jerry Rice at a restaurant once? No, John Stockton. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a J. Yeah. It's there. And uh, so I remember just fucking, well, I've always loved sports. I'm like that crazy lesbian that always likes sports. And nobody in the family did but me. So lesbians like sports. <laughs> All lesbians? I think so, like a lot of them. Is Butch Nancy ones for sure. <laughs> Nancy's a fake ass. Nancy. At least, Nancy's at least one fan. half of her hair does. <laughs> Nancy only started having teams when she got married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my favorite teams with Kendrick Jazz. I'm like, is hey, Christina, this the... when are you gonna give Nancy uh that that uh gift card? I yeah. did already. Oh, you did? Right. To hot toddies or whatever the fuck that it's called. Tell her bad. tell her to stop spamming the email. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I remember growing up and I remember watching the fucking Lakers when uh, Magic Johnson was there, the Chicago Bulls with Jordan. And... I remember that, the Chicago Bulls a lot. Yeah, but but the Lakers were a fucking dynasty when I was growing up. So not only were they a dynasty, the Niners were a dynasty as well. And then uh, I really don't know where I started liking sports because it's not like anyone at the house watched it but me. Um, well, it's because you played sports. Like, right? Yeah, I did. I played basketball, but I really enjoyed football. And I would have, any other time, I would have gone for the Niners. But because I have a deep-seated hate of one fat fuck from a small town, and he is a Niners fan, <laughs> I'm rooting against the fucking Niners. So well, now hey, that they're out, <sighs> my heart is content. <laughs> and now I want the Rams it's to so beat the Bengals. I said- Earlier, I said I told my friend go Rams because they're like very like 49ers, and they and they the Rams won. But now that they're going to the Super Bowl, I want the Rams to lose. <laughs> You're a hater. I want the Rams to take it. Mm-hmm. Here's why. Who the fuck is Cincinnati Bengals? <laughs> 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 I mean, the quarterback Joe Burrow phenomenal job he has really done a great job like he plays well he's got a good team it's kind of sad to see Mahomes go down because he is a phenomenal player too and you only hope that he has a returning cast you know where they're all they can still go up against it I mean I never really heard of the Chiefs till like they started doing better same with the fucking Seahawks people were fucking fans of them because they got to the super bowl when they actually won and then they stopped yeah (laughs) yeah or got to the super bowl and then lost to the steelers and people are still not over that shit yeah i don't even watch sports all that much but i played sports they lost to the patriots what's that they lost to the patriots 
And they cried. And they cried. But yeah. like I, I know when they had first gone to the Super I don't know if it was the first time or if it was like the first time since the nineties or something. I think it was the first time. And they played against the Steelers. Like just knowing how the game is played and watching how things were being called, even I who again, not a real fan of of watching sports all that much, sat there and went these refs are legitimately calling this game right now. Oh, yeah, they are. I don't know. For a while, I got into watching football because it was a thing that my sister Veronica and I used to go do like on Thursdays or whatever the game. Sunday, we'd go to grab like an appetizer and some drinks and watch the game. And it was like, I guess I I like that kind of atmosphere when there's people like actively watching and and cheering for a team. It's like, I like it. I kind of like it. So the, I don't mind the atmosphere mm-hmm. unless I'm rooting for a team because like, especially, okay. So I'm, I'm obviously any town I'm in, I'm going to be a hater. Oh, I'm, I'm an instigator. I like to go against it. <laughs> so every time I go into these bars or whatever, or whatever, and there's like a Seahawks game, I'm going to root for the other team. <laughs> <laughs> fucking funny. I'm like, yeah, Cowboys are going in there. And the Cowboys were like going to town. I think they ended up beating the Seahawks that day. But then because you're watching the game live and there's turnovers and there's fumbles and there's interceptions. You're like, ah, fuck, I'm talking so much shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. I think it's fun. It's part of the fun. I wonder if bonding with people because you have something in common like sports or whatever is authentic. Or if it's too superficial, like if that that thing, that sport, whatever, didn't exist, how many uh, fathers and sons would be getting together and chit chatting with one another, or family members, or whatever, you know, fathers and daughters, or whatever. Like, obviously, it's it's one of those like, okay, it's a bonding thing. At least there's something. But like, if that thing didn't exist, something else would exist. Yeah, you think so? something else. I think uh, it's like when, when you talk about cliques and when you talk about community. I guess would be the better word. There's mm. always something that brings you together. So if it's not a sport, it's going to be something that'll bring you together. And sometimes it's adversity or yeah. you your know. hatred for the same thing. Yeah. It's usually yeah. what, you know, what I like about people. Yeah. hate the same shit. That's what, I, that's what I love about the Ku Klux Klan, you know. It's like <laughs> that hatred brought them together. <laughs> the hatred. Fuck them. Oh, shit. And I know I'm like all over the place. I just watched a movie called Skin. Um, At first, I was like, damn, I don't know if I'm like into this movie. But it's about this guy who's got all these freaking tattoos on his face. And all you see him is day whatever, right? And you, you see that he's getting tattoos removed, right? But that's all you see. And you only see the back of his head. And and he's got the he's got the little lenses on to protect his eye from the uh tattoo removal thing and and it's just going through his life as he's a fucking skinhead and like it just just goes through everything he falls in love with this girl she has three daughters do each one of the tattoos like start a new story or something no it's like every little he just he keeps having flashbacks it looks like or that's kind of how they film the movie where that's like day 162 so this tattoo got removed or whatever Mm -hmm. but you you never see the progress you just see the you just see the skin kind of welt up when the machine hits it right and in the end like he ends up getting all of his nasty um, racist tattoos removed and he 
he's a new man and you don't see that until the very end and the movie is so good like i i really i was like this is gonna be you know one of those stupid movies or whatever which watch it amazon prime i think all right so i highly recommend the movie skin it was really good i'm gonna turn it on yeah impressive like you don't think you're gonna get into it but then it's like oh even um homegirl liked it and her and i rarely if ever keep our hands you know to ourselves when we're watching movies (laughs) but we were actually able to watch a movie oh also does we were hanging out on friday right and it was both of our days off and i was like do you want to go pick up your dog you know because you know she's like yeah i was like we can just take it to the golf course and have her run around and she's like okay so I, I, we were running errands and it was fucking cold. So we went back to the house. I was like, well, just bring, you know, just bring your dog up. And she's like, what about your bunnies? I was like, it's their bedtime. <laughs> so I made sure that they were in the room and I closed the door. But um, yeah, I, we brought her big ass dog, her 93 pound <laughs> dog upstairs. Like, Jesus. like it's big up pup. to the window. And she's a tall, big girl. Um, but I thought it was kind of cool and awesome that I was able to meet her dog. And she's a very sweet girl and things are going really well. Obviously, if I had burnt tortilla the night before. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, I had a good time hanging out with you. Uh, yeah, you were very talkative this time. I was very happy. Yeah. No, no, this you were actually talkative. You were actually um, interacting with both of us. <laughs> Why am I laughing like a weirdo? Because <laughs> like fun. she's like talking about her bra and then she's like, don't look at me that way. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck? She's like, and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. She she was, she's like, uh, fun. Like, not, she doesn't take things too seriously. Oh, fuck no. It's no. Fun. No, she's uh pretty laid back and she'll take all the jokes especially now that nancy fucking broke her in we're talking about her mom and her right. sex so he's like nancy no she's a good sport is what i meant to say. yeah you know, yeah because you were flipping her shit <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me that way don't you fucking look at me <laughs> it was a good time fun. Yeah. thank you <laughs> no thank you dun 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 segue thank you for listening to where am i going podcast yeah (laughs) yeah uh thanks for listening to where am i going podcast uh uh, that's it that's all i got you can uh email us at where am i going pod at gmail.com you can hit us up on instagram at where am i going pod and you can listen to us on spotify at where am I going podcast dot <laughs> <laughs> Yep. No dot. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on getting us onto other platforms, uh, I think this week. Oh so excellent. I should be. We might even be on more platforms by the time this airs. So nice. <laughs> yeah. And uh that's uh where am I going podcast? No dot. <laughs> On Spotify. Spotify yeah. On Spotify. What about on Instagram? What was it again? At where am I going pod? Where am I going pod? Like, share. Subscribe. Definitely right. share. Sharing is the the biggest one. Share, share, share. Yeah. More, more, more. How do you like it? How do you like it? Bye. Bye. Bye.